You know, sometimes people feel so uncomfortable that close friends or family don't even come to the funeral or celebration and because they don't like funerals. Like, yo, nobody likes funerals. But anyways, I've heard from a story from a friend of mine of having a tragedy or something hard like that happening and then people feel so bad that they act weird, you know, like they're they're so uncomfortable and you the roles end up reversing to where the person that really needs someone there for them ends up taking care of the person that feels so bad for them. If these my jam, if these my jam, if these my jam, 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 jam. Man, don't you hate when somebody like feels sorry for you? Um, I know for me. It just translates in my brain as like I'm being a burden and it's uncomfortable. And sometimes, you know, if I express something hard going on in my life and and I don't mean, you know, just neutral sympathy, I guess. I guess I'm all right with that. I'd much rather just knowing that I'm in a hard place and somebody validating what I'm going through, even if they don't have, not not even if they don't have a solution. Like most times for me, I've learned that I'm not looking for advice, solution, or somebody to feel sorry for me. I don't like that. It, it just is uncomfortable. Um... And I notice it's it takes a while to turn it around and and I don't even have have that. Sometimes we use we use sympathy and and we lean into people feeling sorry for us uh, to strategize to get something that we want. So it can be a strategy, but here lately I'm I'm just thinking about a couple of instances. We had a death in our family um, two years ago. Here really soon. Our nephew, Noah, he was a baby, only four months old. Um, but I remember, I've talked to a lot of people about death and losing people that are close to you and you know, sometimes people feel so uncomfortable that close friends or family don't even come to the funeral or celebration and because they don't like funerals. Like, yo, nobody likes funerals. Um, but anyways, I've heard from a story from a friend of mine of, you know, having a tragedy or something hard like that happening and then people feel so bad that they act weird you know like they're they're so uncomfortable and you the roles end up reversing to where the person that really needs someone there for them ends up taking care of the person that feels so bad for them so it's just a different perspective or way to look at it that that I find, um, I find myself not liking 
not liking somebody feels sorry for me. It makes me feel weak. It makes me feel like a burden. Like I wish I didn't even say anything. I could have just kept it to myself and not had to take care of anybody's emotions or, or yeah. And that might just be my type of personality that, uh, at times can, can over worry of how the other person is feeling and, and I want them to feel comfortable. I'm a pleaser. So just an interesting take on it. I had a music thing, sub gig that I did, subbing, subbing for regular guitar player. Did this in West Virginia on July 4th. And I made a big boo-boo at the beginning of a song. I started at a half, half step down, which is a half a key off, which is pretty much the worst you can do. If I could have done a whole step, it would have been better. <laughs> and long story short, it was my mistake. And I felt like I was dying inside being on stage and just working so hard and wanted to do well so bad. And I was even proud of myself that I remembered this intro. And it turns out I was... I just missed the small detail that I was one fret off. And it was a little bit of a catastrophe, in my opinion. Um, the song got started over in five seconds. Like, it seemingly it was okay, but to me it wasn't okay. And the biggest thing is it was so hard to continue and basically fake my emotions. I mean, we can't. We can't be authentic and real all the time, if even 60% of the time. I know that's sort of our goal, or at least my goal, is to show up as me and know who I am as much as I can. But in this instance, it's like it's like telling the truth. They're lying. Like sometimes it's appropriate, and in this in this instance. It was appropriate for me to mask my feelings because I was hired to do a job. It was a professional job, and I don't want to be over there throwing a fit or showing my emotions. It was time to move on, get myself together. I had a lot more music that I needed to be on point with. It was all new music. It was so hot. I can feel my excuses creeping in. Just explaining some of it. But it relates to this topic of feeling sorry for somebody. Because after the gig, you know, I want to run up and tell everybody how sorry I am. I'm so sorry. Oh, I feel so bad. That was horrible. That was horrible. All these things, you know. But I knew... Well, first part, I had to fake my way through and struggle through the rest of the set to not make too many, not make any more mess ups like that so noticeable. So I did that. Finally got a little energy going. We did the rest of the set. 
this is about two thirds of the way through. And, but afterwards, I just had intuition just from my own experience that I don't want to make such a stink of feeling so bad that it kind of forces the other people around to then like make me feel better right to to switch those roles I was talking about just a minute ago so I decided I'm just like I'm not you know it's obvious that I feel bad everybody knows who it was and I definitely know so I'm not going to say anything I just I kept quiet said hey can I help with anything whatever and Hopefully I can have the person I was playing for on the podcast sometime. I would love to. Eric Burgett. He's a country singer. Hell of a musician. He's the real deal. I really like his tunes, his energy, his wife, everything. It's it's a cool deal. I, I don't know him well at this point, but would love to get to know him more. So anyways, it's a little promo for Eric because I believe in what he's doing Um, but the last thing I wanted to do is sort of him to have to take care of me when hey he was the one impacted here more than me Um, so I didn't say nothing I asked if I could help clean up we were cleaning some stuff up after the gig and he, he brought it up. It's kind of, hey, man, I didn't know what else to do other than restart it, you know, like. And uh, that was a moment where it kind of came to me. I was a little patient. I let it come to me. I was just like, oh, well, you know, you obviously know. I, I wish I could have done it differently. And, like, my bad, you know. And I don't know. I just... I just wanted to point that out. I, I've probably never been that patient and just still didn't get in there and basically selfishly make my somehow manipulate the situation to make myself feel better about myself. And this time, being in a, I guess, a professional atmosphere, I, I'm always trying to be aware and intuitive about how much to say and what's needed and what's not same with playing music it's it's really similar to that like more is not more most of the time less is the way to go so it was like kind of two parts getting getting through the initial shock after being so proud of myself that I remembered the riff but it didn't matter if I was a half step off then not making it too much about me and the mess up. Um, and then it was really like moving on and forgiving myself. I still have some residue from it. It just happened like a week ago. So it's just disappointing when you, ha- you know, when you have plans in life and life let you know that your plans are not the plans there's something else for you to learn and and take from it so we have a choice and I have a choice to beat myself up and complain about it and kind of have these thoughts of coulda shoulda what was I thinking 
but I'm not going to do that. Well, that's not really true. I'm not. That's kind of a lie. I am going to do it, and I have done it a little bit, and I'm going to be aware, and I'm going to have to have a cutoff point to to notice when it's not useful. And I feel myself for the most part over it. It's more like I'm timid now that I don't want to make that mistake again and just be really on point. And I learned. I learned from it. I learned. That I probably could have prepared for the heat a little more. Although, you know, it just said it would be 87 to 90. And I'm like, yeah, it's going to be hot. But I wasn't prepared for the heaviness of the air. Yeah. The dad bod was uh, was breathing heavy. (laughs) And I had plenty of water and stuff, but oh. I felt the like foggy and dizziness of it. I can think of it right now how it was. So yeah, there's just something about this. My mom's work with empathy and the love I've kind of grown for it and and all things to do with putting yourself in other people's shoes, especially if you don't agree. That's the hard part. It's not... It's not hard to put yourself in somebody else's shoes when you agree with what they're doing. And it's like, oh, yeah, I can totally relate to that. It's hard where the practice, where the pavement meets the road, as they say, is unbiasedly having... um, unbiasedly putting yourself in somebody else's shoes I, I, I was lost for words there for a second but yeah that's that's where it's tough like especially and, and a lot of it for me and I realize this might sound sound alien to people at times of like there are certain instances that's so hard for me to empathize or put myself in somebody else's shoes like I don't understand I couldn't possibly understand or track where their behavior is coming from it's just like so ridiculous and unrelatable but I know down in my core that everyone every action somebody makes is usually a strategy to get a need met, something that's important to them done or manipulated, either positively or negatively. And it's a struggle. I get it. I don't, it's still so hard for me, especially for people that you love and that you're really close to. And when you're just stubborn. I can be really stubborn, so can Tiff. And, uh, but it seems to be that life, you know, for me at uh, 36 years old, it just keeps telling me to keep going and keep practicing. My mom says it's about getting up. It's the action of getting up that is the practice, not wanting to 
And I feel like I'm talking on my ass a little bit here right now because I'm about to say, not wanting to savor and save the high times and be like, wow, I just want to be here forever. And I want to keep getting a little higher, whatever it is. <laughs> and then when I'm in the low spot, be like, oh, I don't, I don't ever want this to happen again. Like, isn't that so such this typical story and then I convince myself that uh, I'm alone or I'm lonely or I'm the only one like it's ridiculous come on it's not that it's that I'm human and I go through these ups and downs and every single time I come out that's what it is if I treated it like a a scientific experiment And I was documenting like, oh, this time I was depressed for three days straight. And then something random brought me out of it. And then I was uh, excited and motivated for three weeks. You know, this time I was depressed and down and this was going on. And I ate like shit for a month and a half. It's easy for me to say that now, but it did give me some relief. And I've, I've just been thinking about this stuff here lately. I got my alarm going off. Sorry about that. Let me turn this around and get it off. Stop. Stop it. Anyway, I got to wrap this up. That's my alarm letting me know that I got to leave. I have an appointment in 30 minutes. And, or no. Oh, it's in 15 minutes. So I got to jump out the door. I was thinking about this. Feeling sorry for myself or others. Feeling sorry for me and and how uncomfortable that is. And, and I just want to speak on a little. Let me know if you can relate. If you agree or disagree, let me get a different perspective. I'm always open for a different perspective. We'll see you. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. We have a request for you. Please make sure to follow us and leave a review on whatever platform you are listening on. If you want to send us a message, our email is hello at empathyjampodcast.com. And also find us on social media at empathyjampodcast. Empathy is my jam, 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 jam.